good Friday morning and welcome to December. Today I am planning on challenging you a little bit around loneliness. Are you lonely by choice? I find there are a lot of people that state they're lonely, but at the same time they're not doing anything to change it. I think taking responsibility for yourself and your actions is one of the most important things that anyone can do. And in today's society, it's not always easy to take responsibility for our actions because we've basically been told and shown how to pass the buck, how it's not our fault. It's always someone else's fault. So today, what I want you to do, if you are feeling lonely, is to really think about the reasons why. Now, if you've been in relationships, you've got something to look back to. But if you're in a relationship now and feeling lonely, now's the time to step up and really figure out what needs to be done in order to move forward. Loneliness can be very tragic, but at the same time, it can be very personal. And when we start looking into ourselves as being lonely, Are we lonely because we let relationships fall to the side? Do you have that one friend that you can pick up the phone or text or Zoom call and when you talk to them, it doesn't matter how much time has passed. It's like you just saw them or spoke to them yesterday. Unfortunately, not everybody has a friend like that. And I'm fortunate to have a couple of them, but that's by choice. Because there have been a lot of friends in my life that I have also chosen to let go of for one reason or another. Several friends were let go of because they didn't share my passion for things. And when you can't connect with people on a personal level or on a passionate level, it's very hard to keep the relationship going because it's all superficial. Some people say it's better to be in a relationship regardless of how bad it is than to be alone. But is it? If you're in a bad relationship, the message that you keep sending yourself is, I'm not worthy of anything better. We were all put on this earth in this time because we had a purpose. 
and we may not know our purpose at 18. We may not know our purpose at 29. We may not even truly figure out our purpose until into our 40s or 50s. But living for our purpose is great. But the journey to find the purpose is so much more important. So when we're talking about loneliness, if you've chosen loneliness, and don't get upset, but I know a few people who have chosen loneliness so they can be pitied and they don't have to take responsibility because they can turn around and say, well, nobody visits and nobody calls. But at the same time, they're not picking up the phone to make contact with anyone either. When I moved to the area I'm in now, I could have chosen to be lonely because it was an area I was familiar with as a child, but I didn't really know too many people in the village. Now our village is less than a thousand people and our village is pretty old school when it comes to cliques. So it wasn't that I could just show up at the Legion and I would be welcomed with open arms. I had to make a very concerted effort to really get to know people in the area. And when I moved up, my daughter was just starting high school. I was on disability. So it was very hard for me to look for work. Although in this area, finding work is not always the easiest thing either. Because a lot of the jobs hire based on who you are. And nobody knew who I was in this area. So what did I do to start reaching out? I joined committees things that I was passionate about. I got on the parent-teacher committee so that I could know what was going on in my daughter's high school and still be an active part of her life. I joined the Access 2010, which was a parent group that put their input into building of the new high school because again it was very close to my heart my daughter wasn't a standard girl she loved carpentry she loved construction so the building of the new high school i was very passionate about keeping the shops or expanding the shops and some of our recommendations got implemented and then changed. 
but a lot of our recommendations fell on deaf ears because the powers that be did not live in the area, did not understand the kids. So it was easier to paint everybody with a wide brush and just say, everybody's like this. And unfortunately, some of those people that are lonely have also done that. They've had bad experiences with people. They've been challenged by people, not in a good way. So rather than continue trying, they would rather paint everyone with the same brush and say, you know, society's gone to hell. It's not worth going out there. It's not worth trying. Everything is worth trying. Along with the committees, we have an employment office in town, which was a 10, 15 minute walk. It got me outside. It got me some exercise. And although I didn't really need to take the courses, I took the courses to meet people, to connect with people. And yeah, I did meet a few people there and I made some friends there. Now the employment office, the turnover rate for employees is really high. So they didn't stay very long or they moved to another area. But I tried and I made the effort. And when my daughter was in high school that first year, she was dropped off at the public school. So I would walk down to pick her up and we would walk to the cafe and I would grab coffee or we would walk just a little bit further close to home and we'd have coffee and dessert. That was our treat for a day that either went well or didn't go well. But I was trying to teach my daughter that regardless of what happens, there is always something to celebrate. And even if you had a really crappy day, let's celebrate it's over. Loneliness can be a mindset. And when we choose to be lonely, some people will say you're only hurting yourself. But think of the number of people that could benefit from your stories, from your experiences. Just people that want to know you. And sometimes it's not the easiest to go into a strange situation. And I wasn't always the person that would jump into center stage. I honestly hate center stage. I love being a supporting actor on anyone's path because I can lift people up. I can encourage them to be better, but it's not up to me. 
when I work with people, it is up to them to change. And if they're not ready to change, they're not going to. But change can be scary. And loneliness can be scary. So what it comes down to is, which is scarier for you? If you think into the future, into March, April, and you're feeling the same now as you were, or feeling the same then as you are now, what is it going to cost you? Loneliness can lead to a whole slew of health issues. As humans, we are meant to be social creatures. Being social creatures does not mean we stay in the house and don't reach out to anyone. My grandmother was born and raised in Toronto. She loved Toronto. Toronto was what she knew. When she married my grandfather, he moved her into the backwoods. There wasn't a lot of company. There were a couple of other houses, but she had four kids. And my grandfather was a cook out at a lumber camp. So she was not alone in the house, but I can just imagine how alone she felt. So once my mom was old enough, Nan got a job in North Bay in nursing and she would stay in the bay for a week and yes it was hard on the family but when you weigh everything out it could have been worse on the family had she not taken the job she would have been lonely she would have been frustrated because it's not like you could just walk into town you were isolated and when you have four kids and they're all at school and you've got a small house there's only so much you can do to keep busy and it's not like she had the option to text a friend or pick up the phone because they were way back in the woods she could have chosen to be lonely but she didn't. And again, when her and my grandfather separated, she could have chosen to be lonely. But instead, she followed her heart and she became a companion to a lady in Toronto. So not only did she get back in her element, but she started getting back into going to theater and her walks and visiting the parks that she loved. 
It was interesting going to see Nan in Toronto because you never knew what was going to happen. Usually it was a trip to one of the small back theaters, which was always awesome and was how I was introduced to live theater. But being in the theater with all those people, you could feel the joy and you could feel the love. And it wasn't a big Hollywood production or Broadway production. It was just people doing what they loved. So even though we didn't know anybody down there per se, we loved going to Toronto. It was always an experience. And I found that when you get excited about a new experience, you start to look at things differently. And that small shift in mindset could be your out for loneliness. Find something that you're passionate about. Find something that just lights you up from the inside. And it can be anything. The one bonus in this day and age is when you find something that you're really passionate about, you can always find people to connect with. Be it on social media, be it in clubs and groups in your area. Now, granted, with COVID, a lot of things have been shut down, but that doesn't mean you can't stop applying for groups. So when everything starts to open up, you already know these people, you're comfortable with them. And you can go and spend an afternoon or an evening with them, talking about what you're passionate about. The other great thing about a passion is it can be all consuming. And when we look into something new and exciting, it creates a warmth in us and a connection that is so important. Because without that connection, we are feeling alone. We are feeling frustrated. But we're never alone, truly. A lot of people don't realize that because they're in their house. There's no one around other than them. Maybe a cat, a dog. And they're feeling sorry for themselves because they're saying, I can't, I can't, I can't. And granted, there are situations where you can't get out to meet people. But there is always the internet. There are always connections that are available to you if you choose to move forward. If you choose to take the responsibility of no longer feeling lonely, you are capable of so many great things. And so many people feel stuck and 
are unsure of their next move. Now, if this does sound like you, there are always people you can reach out to. I'm a certified life coach. What I do is help guide people into new habits and new ways of thinking. But it's always already inside them. It may have been something they've already considered, but they're afraid to move forward. And sometimes habit change is just based on accountability. Having someone you can talk to once a week, once every two weeks, and you know they're going to hold you accountable. They're not going to forgive you if you said, you know, I'm going to try to reach out to three or four different groups. And in the end, you've reached out to none. A good friend or an accountability buddy is not going to give you a big hug and say it's okay. They're going to ask you why. And they're going to want valid reasons. You can choose what your valid reasons are. And in your head, they can sound amazing. But sometimes, just sometimes, we need that outside perspective to bring in the reality check that these are excuses. These are made up because you're afraid to get out of your comfort zone. There are so many programs out there that are available to people, both at a cost and without cost. So I have never understood how someone can be lonely with the amount of accessibility we've got today. So my challenge for December to you is let's try something different. Let's get out of our comfort zone. Let's stop blaming everybody else for the situation we're in. Because when we make up our mind to change, it may be difficult at the beginning, but that's what makes us grow. If we don't challenge ourselves, we're never going to grow. If we don't stop judging people and giving people a chance, we may never know our next best friend. We may never know that connection that's going to introduce us to a passion beyond our belief. So today I'm challenging you to go into the final month of 2020 with a new mindset, a new attitude. And again, if you're not sure how to go forward, my information's here. Feel free to, to give me a call, drop me a text, email me. I would love to hear from you. 
And if you let me, I would love to walk on your path towards your journey. Because all in all, the journey is yours. If I work with you, I'm only on your journey for as long as you need me. So happy Friday. Have a great weekend. And I'll talk to you next week. Love you all.